Here's what's coming up on today's show. But just be you and talk to your potential client because that's who you're using it for. And I think that gets the most traction. Here at Third Wheel Media, we help you navigate the world of radio, podcasting, and video so that you can hit a home run with your content. On this podcast, we'll give you a behind-the-scenes look at what we do. This is Rounding Third, Conversations in Modern Media. Welcome into Rounding Third, Conversations in Modern Media. I am Ben George at Third Wheel Media. i got a good show today. i got a guest. Uh, it's one of our clients, actually, Nick Rosenbauer from the Rosenbauer Law Office there in Ohio. He's He works with us, um, has a podcast, has actually had a lot of success. And we just got back from an event uh, in Nashville with great legal marketing, went and uh, met with a bunch of attorneys down there that I've been thinking about podcasting and just trying to spread the the good word of podcasting and, and kind of talking about the value and that sort of thing. So I wanted to kind of you know spend this episode, A, kind of giving a recap of the event with Nick, uh, who was also there, and then also kind of getting his uh, firsthand account of how podcasting has gone from him, from uh, from his perspective and as an attorney, how he's found success uh, with the podcast. So Nick, welcome in. How you doing? Hey, doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to be on this end of it. I know uh, we we record your podcast together, so kind of repurposing our our efforts together on, on our show. So thanks for coming. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we were just got back from the great legal marketing, the 2022 Heroes and Icons Summit. First of all, how was the event uh, in your mind? It was good. Um, I'll tell you what. After you know Zoom or hybrid Zoom in person. <laughs> type things the last couple of years. I know it's so cliche, Ben, and everyone said that like a hundred times by now, but my goodness, it is good to just be in the room again. Um, so that was fantastic. And I don't know, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, you know, talking to someone one-on-one is one thing, but being in a room with a group of people, you meet new people, you bounce ideas off of each other. To me, it's almost like a buffet. You know, there's a hundred different ideas and God, if you look at my notes and like my notebook from the event and my to-do list, it is pages and pages long. But, you know, there's good things to pick up. And I think, you know, and and one of the things I'll say, Ben, is everyone's so darn open and willing to share ideas. I learned some things from people. People learn some, you know, some ideas, you know, or at least some things that are working for me. And it's, I don't know, I've never been to an event where everyone's so willing to help each other and share like it's it's rather selfless compared to some of these yeah i think that's the goal of these kind of groups right is to try to you know it's the synergy of it all and 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 to that point too like for us obviously we're going there to to kind of you know promote our services and what we offer but it's also good you know we we also enjoy kind of brainstorming with people too we had a number of people come by our booth set up there and just talk about what a podcast could look like for them because not everybody's going to do an estate planning podcast, which is your uh, area of expertise, which you can kind of lay out and plan more, right, um, than some other areas of, of law. And it was fun just kind of bouncing ideas off that way. And we learned some things from people and got some ideas from people and, and hopefully vice versa. So yeah, being in person is good. And it, and you know what? We met for the first time in person too. We've been working together for a couple of years, but first time we've actually shook hands. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. I get I, I get some people from my show who who have asked me oh hey how did you meet ben it's like well he's actually uh, a few hours away so it's kind of cool like we can do the podcast and everything like that from anywhere in the world with an internet connection which um i mean i guess people are used to it with zoom um, Mm -hmm. but it's it's pretty awesome i've I've recorded stuff at my house 
at my office, at my old office, uh, kind of everywhere. So it's it's as easy as it possibly can be, at least for me, and like getting stuff out the door. So this is the second year we were at the event. Uh, we, we made our first appearance last year, which was kind of a mix of in-person and, and virtual as well. But I think our biggest takeaway from the event, uh, based on you know the interest we had and the people we talked to, is it seems like podcasting, the interest in podcasting has picked up quite a bit in within your profession, Nick. So we work with a lot of financial advisors, some real estate agents and, you know, a few other niche shows, but it seems like, you know, we, we kind of, when you came and joined us and we started working with you and saw the success, we thought, hey, you know, maybe there, there would be a lot of benefit for attorneys to do this, but it seems like now the other side of that's picked up a little bit where more and more attorneys are starting to talk about it and, and kind of see the value in this. Yeah, I, I've noticed it definitely in the last year and, you know, Ben and Charlie and them, actually, they, you've probably heard they have some of their own shows that they've started, but it's just another line in the, you know, in the water, so to speak, to use a fishing analogy. Um, and I think it's, I had like seven or eight people like seek me out at the event, uh, specifically to ask me, uh, about it and ask about my show, what we do, how we do it, you know, basically kind of ask about that. So, I've noticed I've noticed that that's the most people who have ever asked me about it at least and I and I know more people doing it. So I think it's really I think it's really picked up within the, you know, the law firm or the attorney side. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's another reason why we wanted to have you on, not just to recap, but also want to kind of get your firsthand experience. For anybody now, you know, that, that comes and finds the show or, or listens to the podcast um, after meeting us and just want to kind of give them an idea of what that experience is like for an attorney and kind of the value you get off. And now, obviously, if you're listening to this and you're not an attorney, there's, you, know, you can kind of apply this to your profession, but wanted to kind of speak to you specifically being a state planning attorney. Um, so just overall, you know, when you decided to, to start the show a couple of years back, what was what was your goal? Why did you choose to get into podcasting? Because it seems like you were a little ahead of things at the time. Maybe I didn't. I don't feel like I'm a you know innovator or the creative type or a, an early adopter, I guess, uh, so to speak. I'm certainly no Christopher Columbus. Apparently, I am. That's not how I look at myself. But <laughs> my goal originally, and this is something that they teach at Great Legal Marketing, and also something that. Uh, I know Dan Kennedy, uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, big Dan Kennedy fans here, one of the things they talk about is, you know, just getting things done, getting them out the door and getting it done with some sort of regularity. And frankly, the reason I started doing the podcast um, is because I finally bit the bullet um, about a year before we started the podcast and hired someone to do my newsletter. And... You know, I pay money for it as opposed to doing it myself. At the time, I thought I was saving money, but it wasn't getting done, wasn't getting out the door. I'd do a newsletter and then nothing for four months. And then I'd go on a binge and do three times in a row and then nothing for six months. And so I said, let's get this done. Let's hire an expert. Let's implement. These ideas don't do a darn thing if you don't implement. And I saw huge success with the newsletter. And Geez, if, if Charlie was standing right next to me right now, he would say, told you so. And he'd have the <laughs> biggest, you know, kind of cheesiest grin on his face uh, because he was right. And, you know, I know financial advisors, I know some people who have done some podcasts. And I said, you know what? Let's do that. Let's look for another thing where I can have someone else handle the implementation, but it's still me 
but it'll get done. It'll get out the door with regularity. Uh, and also, I forgot where it was, but I know I think this is a Dan Kennedy thing as well. But you know, different people consume content different ways. Some people read, some people listen, some people watch. So I said we got the newsletter. Let's do something that's audio, you know, kind of long form audio that can be listened to. And I honestly, you know, Ben, I hired you because I said if I'm paying someone else to do it, they can handle all the technical stuff that I don't know how to do. I don't want to learn how to do. And it'll just get out the door versus not happening or not happening with regularity. And all it was was for me, it was basically I want an audio version of the success I'd had with my newsletter. That was the only purpose for it. And it was all for my current clients and prospects. You know, I never thought I would get any real downloads or, you know, just random people finding it and calling me up. It was all another piece of content for my current list. That was the only reason. That's all I had in mind. I didn't care if I got one download a month. That was the only reason I was hoping to do it. Well, it's it's funny because I mean you don't you don't have to get a lot of downloads to be successful, right? I think that's that's one thing we tell people is that you know you're not going to be the next Joe Rogan. I mean, maybe you are, Nick. You're on your way. We're still waiting on Fidelity <laughs> to call us and sponsor your show. If you listen, you'll kind of get that joke. But you know, the the truth is, you, you only need a handful of people because the people that are, are are listening to your stuff and this these niche shows like this, they're people that are very interested in what you have to say and could be become clients right away. And, but to your point, we have seen some success with your numbers. Um, you know, you're actually one of the, the biggest shows that we produce out of, uh, you know, a group of nearly, you know, more, probably more than a hundred shows. Uh, you have one of the bigger audiences every single month. Um, so what if you actually seen, cause I know people say, well, how, how do you measure that? And it's hard to measure podcasting, but what have you seen in terms of just reaction that you can actually point back to the podcast besides the specific numbers that we can track those metrics? But what have you seen in terms of, of people calling you and reaching out to you? Well, the main thing, if we're talking about, you know, what I have seen from sending my recorded shows out to my current list of clients and prospects, which is the only reason I wanted to do it originally. So if we're talking about a way to nurture and more content to my current list, I send out like once every couple weeks, because we have two shows a month, I send out an email, like an email blast to my to my list that says, hey, click here to listen to episode number 51, and then just a little one-sentence blurb about what that is. Those are my highest open rates uh, for my email. I'm getting like 40-something percent open rates on those. I get more open rates on that, Ben, than when I sent the email out saying, it's a boy, when my youngest <laughs> son was born. That's funny. Which, I, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it is funny. I, I think it's kind of crap because I think both my <laughs> kids are cute. But at the same time, um, so the content has been delivered and it's getting opened. It is my highest performing emails at all. So as far as like showing up to my current clients so they remember me, I think my referrals took a, a boost. They jumped when I started sending out the podcast, uh, obviously. I've gotten a lot more activity with people on my prospect list uh, as well. So that's been great. And as a, an aside, which was not the plan for this, I've actually got clients and prospects from people who just said, hey, been listening to your show, and they were never on my list, and they just reached out to me saying, been listening to your show, I need to get this done. Can you help me? Are you taking on clients? So I've got that. I, I had one, uh, would have been a couple months ago, 
guy's like two and a half hours away from me. And he says, hey, uh, I've listened to every single one of your episodes. I've binged them in the last few weeks since I found you. And Ben, you know, alarm bells are going off. Sounds like this guy's <laughs> nuts, right? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is immediately like I need to hang up the phone. But but all jokes aside, um, you know, he says, hey, Nick, I, I've listened to all your episodes, obviously, and we need to get this done. Can you work with me? Are you taking on new clients? I said, sure. Found out he's two and a half hours away, like I said. And I said, hey, the problem here is, you know, I can do this um, and I can do some of the stuff virtually. You are going to need to make a couple trips down here in person, which, Ben, you know, two and a half hours each way. That's five hours in the car. Yeah, it's a lot. Twice. And he said, not a problem as long as we can schedule it to where I can take off work. He was thrilled that he could have 10 hours of total driving just to come down and see me. And... They were fantastic. They were great clients, paid me a lot of money. And, you know, I don't mean it to like way over their heads, but they were pre sold. I almost was like a little celebrity, <laughs> right? And I know, yeah. Ben, my ego doesn't need that, but, you know, it's just like anything else. I'm the guy who has the radio show about this. So it ended up being fantastic. And I've had a number of other calls about it too. Um, so I've gotten multiple. They were, that's kind of my most recent one. I've gotten. I've got enough clients out of it already to pay for, you know, all the show production, you know, over the last three years. It's more than paid for itself, excluding the fact that it's a great content thing. Okay. So I've had enough people find me cold just searching on Apple or iTunes for estate planning podcasts uh, to be profitable. On top of the fact, the main reason, like I said, was content out the door. Uh, prospects, it helps them, and current clients uh, love it as well. Um, so it's been it's been fantastic. It's something that I've had one use for it, and it's turned out to have like three uses to kind of you know recycle and, and repurpose it. You know, and the beautiful thing about that is we hope you you stay on with us forever, Nick. Um, you know, if nothing else, because we like you. But the good thing is, like you know, even if you do say okay podcasting has kind of run its course on the time for it, whatever the reason is, you still have that too, right? So you can kind of leverage that for, for a while. You still own the show. It's yours forever. So all the work you've done doesn't go to waste, even though you've gotten value out of it already. It's still there for as long as you want it to be. So that's the other part of it. Now, um, I know the other kind of hesitation people often have too with the podcasting is it takes a lot of time. And if you've ever sat down and tried to do a show, even if you know the technical part of it, if you know editing, it's still very tedious. So anybody that's kind of wondering about this, what is your commitment every month? Like, what is your uh, workflow in terms of just your your part of it to get the show done every month? Well, I'll tell you what, Ben. I wanted to do a podcast like seven months before I hired you, and I never had any shows to show for it. <laughs> Couldn't figure any of it out. So right now, the way I have it set up is we do a monthly. Well, it's not Zoom; we use a different program, but we do a monthly recording and you know, get show notes sent over, look through those. We we hop on, we talk for five minutes uh, about what we're talking about, and then we just record both episodes. And then I log off and you guys make all your magic happen. So literally all I have to do is look at the show notes for five minutes and then we just do a recording. And I think we're on for like an hour a month, yeah. maybe an hour and 10 minutes total for both shows. I don't edit them. 
I don't do intro music. I don't do outro music. I don't do the graphics. I don't put it on my website. Like you guys put it everywhere. So it's on Google, Spotify. Apple, is it i yes, is it true. iTunes or Apple's like Apple all, all podcast, the podcast yeah. Apple podcasts. So you guys put it everywhere. Um, you put it on my website. So literally all I do is show up, talk, and record, and then that's it. Like you guys get everything else done out the door. So I'd say hour and a half max per month. I think that's conservative. I think that's more time than it actually takes. Yeah, it depends on how long we're talking about bourbon and, and the Bengals. Um, oh, geez. Well, that's <laughs> that, that's where it goes off the rails. Yeah. So you're right. Um, all right. Well, I, all this has been great, Nick. And um, for anyone that's an attorney, we'll speak to the attorney specifically, but if there's any attorneys that have been thinking about podcasting, or I guess, you know, I guess we could speak to just any profession in general. What's one thing you tell them about it? I know this sounds really cliche, and it's probably not something I would have said when I started it, but being genuine and being yourself is super, super helpful. Like I explain these things on my show the exact same way I would explain it if I had a potential client sitting across from me because that is how I am. That is my personality. So if you like that, you're going to hire me. Now, if you want someone who's like stiff upper lip and, you know, real, I, I don't know, like, you know, overly clean cut and just like a pompous kind of arrogant type thing, then that's not gonna that's not gonna be someone who who hires me anyway. So I basically am exactly the same way that I am otherwise because that's my ideal client. Those are the people that hire me. And, you know, don't be too casual, but you know, I don't know. I just I try to be the way I am. And I think people respond to that because you have to remember, Ben, people who like me like me the way I am and they hire me and people who don't like me because you have some things I almost tried to play it up for the camera or play it up for the microphone the first few times like I'm trying to be Mm -hmm. you know a broadcaster or something no I'm just talking to people and that has gone very well and I've had people come in and they've binged my show and it's like they already feel like they know me You know, it's like there's familiarity there and it's because it's the same thing. Like you listen to me on the podcast and then all of a sudden I come out, I have the same mannerisms, I sound the same. So it puts them at ease. And I've had many people say that, you know, it just takes, I guess, the scariness out of it. So I stopped trying to, you know, ladies and gentlemen, or like, you know, you guys make my voice a little deeper than it normally is. So I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) but, um, it really does well, and it's something that you can use like four different ways if you get creative, but yeah. just be you and talk to your potential client because that's who you're using it for, and I think that gets the most traction. That's at least been successful for me, and that has taken some of the, I guess, the intimidation factor out of, oh my God, I'm going in to meet an attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, some professions, Ben, I think are more intimidating than others, but still it's a little weird the first time you sit down and and you've never met somebody. So just be real, be the way you normally would be. And I think that takes, like, it's almost like it's your second meeting with them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everyone relaxes. It's been fantastic. And I, and I came across that by accident, Um, but that's something I kind of wish someone would have told me on day one. And I think my first seven or eight shows 
uh, would have gone better. That's that's perfect advice. I mean, that's what we try to tell people. You know, right? You tell stories and just just speak to the speak to us or speak to the the, the audience like you're speaking to somebody in your office, and people are going to connect with you by by your personality, and they're going to remember the, the little things you say, like your family or the stories you tell about your three year old uh, or under three soccer uh, that you coach, oh, like yeah. all those things. We don't have to go down that, but <laughs> those are the things that people latch onto and 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 kind of can connect with you on. So be yourself. Such great advice. Well, look, Nick, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Uh, always love catching up with you. It was great meeting you. And I will throw out this for anybody that is listening to the podcast um, that is thinking about starting one and maybe you're motivated to do so. We will throw a little um, great legal marketing offer out for, for anyone listening, $200 off your first month. If you book a call, get a consultation set up and on the books by November 15th, 2022. If you're listening to it, when we record it, just go to talkwithwalt.com, talkwithwalt.com, get on Walter's schedule and we'll lock you in on that discount. And again, if you want to learn more about our services or if you're an attorney or wherever profession you are, just go to thirdworldmedia.com. You'll see all of our services there and, and just kind of everything we offer. But hopefully this helps you kind of see the process and, and kind of see how helpful and beneficial a podcast can be as a business owner. Nick, thanks for your time, man. And uh, had a great time in Nashville with you. Hopefully we'll do it again, at least by next year, but maybe sooner. Who knows? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, good, uh, good seeing you. Always good to catch up and have a couple uh, interesting pours of uh, bourbon as well. So maybe, uh, maybe if you guys uh, sign up in the next week, uh, talk to Ben. He's got, <laughs> Ben has quite the trophy cabinet of bourbon in his, uh, at his home. So blows mine out of the water so make sure you talk to him and uh, then maybe at uh, the next summit you know make you want to be friends with ben i'll just say that that's maybe the insider's we, tip maybe we could just host a tasting next year uh, <laughs> keep expanding it was me and you this year right. maybe we'll add a few more next year sure right. well thanks for listening to uh, rounding third conversations in modern media we appreciate your time as always please subscribe to the show uh, we'll have a new one coming next month talk to you then